The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Uh, Jess Kelly, our tech correspondent, uh, is listening to that. I know she is a very clean person, cleaning all the time her desk and all her equipment, which is manifold. Um, Jess, good morning. Morning, Pat. Yes, I am. I am one for the Dettol wipes. I love an old Dettol wipe. Every day when I come into the desk, even before COVID, has to be cleaned down. I would urge people listening and listening to Lunchtime Live later, take a little wipe to your keyboard. You will be repulsed by the dirt that comes off it. Uh, But that's my top tip for this week. Top tip. Okay, is your top tip to buy Huawei? Because I have one question, uh, which is relevant to the first uh, product you're talking about. Is it worth buying Huawei? Two shops have guided me away from this brand. Interesting how there are new models coming out. That's uh, from Alan. It is interesting. And this is something that we touched upon briefly last week. Um, Huawei were one of my favourite brands for a long time. However, uh, a number of months ago now, over a year ago, there was a falling out between uh, President Trump and uh, the Chinese companies. So Google stopped working with Huawei and it means now when you buy a Huawei phone you're not getting access to the Google Play services. That means when you set it up um, you can't just put in your Gmail address and transport all of your stuff across seamlessly. It means when you go to get an app you're not going into the Google Play Store, you're going into the Huawei gallery of apps and it's just not as straightforward to purchase um, and get access to the apps that a lot of us have become accustomed to So while the technology is still incredible and they are bringing new phones out, we're going to talk about one in in, in just a second. I myself, as a tech fan, um, despite the cutting edge tech that Huawei use, won't be using a Huawei phone as my main device for some time, purely because it's not as straightforward to get access to the content that you want. And that is a shame because last week Huawei unveiled two new phones. Um, Anyone who's been watching the Huawei story over a number of years will know that the P range is their flagship. So it's like their S, you know, Samsung has the S21, 22 and so on. Huawei has the P range and they unveiled the P50, which is their flagship, and a gorgeous looking phone called the P50 Pocket. This is a foldable phone, not a million miles away in design and concept uh, from the Samsung Galaxy Fold Z3 that we saw last year from Samsung. And unfortunately, there's no release date for these devices here in Ireland, uh, which is a real shame, uh, even though, you know, as I mentioned there, they don't have access to the Google Play services. It's still a beautiful looking phone. It's that sort of clamshell type design. Uh, When you fold it out, you have a 6.9 inch screen. When it's closed over, there's a monitor on the front of the device so you can see your messages and notifications. There's also stunning camera technology in this device as well. Uh, So you've got a 40 megapixel uh, true chroma camera, 13 megapixel ultra wide and a 32 megapixel ultra spectrum camera. The sensors in it, the technology is second to none. But unfortunately, um, until they resolve or make it easier for people to utilise the new operating system. I don't know that Huawei would be one to rush out and buy, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a way around all of that, you know, that you can do it, but not in the same way as you go to the Play Store and download a, a particular app? Is there a way of getting a Google app onto a, a Huawei phone? It can be done, yeah. Uh, like, And to be fair to Huawei, and I know I, I've kind of said this for the last wee while, but to be fair to Huawei... 
there have been improvements made. You know, essentially it was a brand new operating system that they had to put together to ensure that customers could still, you know, get new devices and utilise them. So there have been great improvements. I just feel that, you know, if you're spending a few hundred euro on a smartphone, someone like me, like my phone is essentially my office. I need it to be able to do what I need it to do when I need it to do it. I don't really have the time or the interest in finding workarounds for things. So until that becomes a completely seamless uh, experience... I just don't think people should be going out and buying them. Now, that could change in the next wee while, and fingers crossed that it does. Now, the other uh, big tech story today is a game, online game, called Wordle, uh, which I haven't played yet. Oh, Pat, you need to get on it. it. It's amazing. It's been bought by the New York Times. Yeah, this is, a, this is one of my favourite tech stories. So over Christmas, you may have, if anyone's on social media, you may have seen people posting on Twitter a series of little squares. So there could be, you know, grey squares, then a green square, then yellow squares, and then all green squares. Essentially what that was was people sharing their Wordle uh, success stories. Wordle is a very simple game. It was designed by a Reddit engineer uh, for his partner who loved puzzles. The concept is very simple. Every day you have to try and guess a five-letter word. You have six attempts to guess that five-letter word. There's only one wordle a day, so it's not very addictive. Uh, There's also no ads on it. It's a very clean experience. This essentially went viral from Christmas to today. I am one of those people that before I wake up in the morning fully and have a coffee, I have the wordle done. It is just incredible. Um, And New York Times has purchased it for what is said to be in the low seven figure range. So a pretty significant deal there uh, for the founder of Wordle. Uh, They say that they will hopefully keep it free initially uh, and then it may go behind the paywall. Anyone who's a bit of a nerd like me, I subscribe to the New York Times crossword. Uh, You get a number of games, whether it's the mini crossword, which I know Kieran Cudahy on the hard shoulder loves, uh, the main crossword, you get a spelling bee game. So it looks like Wordle could be going into there. So it's great news for the founder of Wordle. Only time will tell if it's a good news story for those of us who are a fan of Wordle and don't want it to go behind a paywall. Now, we promised our listeners we would do a Windows 11 segment. It won't be today. Um, But a question, should we upgrade to Windows 11 now or wait a little while longer for a few patches? I would hold off for the moment. It does seem to be working at the moment, but there are a number of requirements from a device point of view. So we will do it next week. We will talk through exactly what you need to know. But you don't want to upgrade and then suddenly realise that something on your computer is either no longer working or it's slowing your computer down. So next week we will have the full guide, but I would recommend people hold off for now um, until we just see it fully bedded in. A number of people have been using it in beta mode for quite a while now and very much like it. The look and feel of it is beautiful. A lot of it does seem to be cosmetic. So on a standard Windows device at the moment, your home button um, is on the left-hand corner. It's all kind of shifted into the centre. It looks very nice, but again, the key thing here is your system requirements and making sure that your computer will be able to deal with it. Now, a very interesting question here. I received an emergency message from my daughter last week which said Emma had made an emergency call from this approximate location and it shows the location on the map. You're receiving this message because Emma had listed you as an emergency contact. Very alarming. We contacted the guard, the Inace, to call to her house and she was asleep in her bed. Hadn't made any calls to us. Her phone was actually out of battery. I've since heard of someone else hiking and went out of range and their contacts got the same text. 
have you heard about this please I would not like to get this alarming call during the night again when it's not authentic is it an Apple problem or what? This does sound very worrying and I don't want to sort of make a sweeping statement as to this is what it is. Um, but there is a feature on iPhone. It's called SOS. Um, so you can go into the settings on your iPhone and you can assign emergency contacts. And if you were to get into a situation where you needed help urgently, uh, you can, I think you triple click the, the lock button on your iPhone as if you're going to power it off. Uh, but in the middle of the screen comes up emergency SOS. And if you swipe across that, the message will be sent to those people. Now, it could be the case, and I'm not saying it was, but it could be the case that, uh, you know, for example, if you go to turn your phone off, you might swipe across that one instead of the slide to power off, which is at the yeah. top of the screen. So it could be something accidental like that. I haven't heard this as a widespread uh, problem, but it is absolutely worth just checking out and ensuring that uh, whoever is utilising this emergency f- uh, f- function firstly has contacts up to date and then also knows how to use it and how to avoid using it as well. So that doesn't happen in the future. Another one here, replacing my own reliable Huawei P30 Pro. Any recommendations? Uh, Super camera, great display being most important and of course must be Android. Yeah, you know what? I have been banging the drum about the Google Pixel phones for quite some time now and the Google Pixel 6 is one of my favourite devices. Um, They are in demand at the moment because as we know there is global supply chain chain issues when it comes to chips and so on. But if you can get your hands on the Google Pixel 6, it's 650 quid. Camera is amazing. Screen is amazing. It's so powerful. And in my opinion, it's one of the best phones you can have. Uh, Okay, and maybe time for one more. I'm looking for a writing-only tablet, not looking for an iPad or that level. Don't need to draw either. Literally something that will take notes. I can save and replace paper notebooks and scraps of paper. So something just to kind of scribble on. That's from Gary. Yeah, remarkable sounds like what you're after. This is a, it's like an e-ink tablet that's only function is to replace your notebook. Uh, The handwriting recognition on it is very good. You can save, you can search. People do swear by it. Now, I do know a lot of people who purchase them and then after a while wish they had, you know, invested in an iPad, which is only a little bit more money um, and it can do more things. But look at Remarkable and that might tick the box for you. Jess Kelly, thank you very much for uh, joining us.